This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, LSPod fans, it's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parkin or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com Rogers is streaking ahead and he's onside. Beautiful play! That is that! What a shot! Oh, it's a goal! Mike Bar post for Shearer. Goal! McLaughlin has it. Oh, deflection! And a goal! Comes to Mitchell! It's another goal! Incredible! Hobble! I am sleep deprived. <laughs> uh, so I so I gather. Um, mm. I'm I'm less sleep deprived. If that if that helps, but I'm not sure that it. I'm not sure that it does. It's a bit braggy, uh, yeah. but thanks for sharing nonetheless. Um, <laughs> just a couple of hours sleep last night due to poorly children, child, and one that doesn't sleep anyway. So and and now there's heat too. So great. I feel good. I feel good because now I'm on this pod talking to your fine self, and it's been a while. So, but it feels like it's been a while. If you told me you were on the pod two or three ago, then apologies. <laughs> no, I think I think it has been a while. Um, hopefully, we can liven things up with some some cool, vibrant chat. Mm, that's optimistic, <laughs> enthusiastic. Um, I'm not quite sure you can, but thank you for that enthusiasm. How's your summer treating you? Okay? Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's just hot, isn't it? I don't like the heat. Uh, Ginger man. Ginger man isn't built for these conditions. No, no. Um, I'm agreeing with you, but as a non-ginger person, I, I wouldn't know that. All I know is I'm I'm an autumn uh <laughs> early winter kind of guy myself but you know we all some people thrive in this weather I'm not one of them 
No, I I struggle. <laughs> I'm just a big puddle, like a big ginger slug in the corner. It's horrible, but it's life, isn't it? We get through it. I'm not sure we are. Are we getting through it? We're just about. <laughs> it's like, is, this one, is this one of the most morose starts to a podcast um, ever ever recorded? I like to think so. You know, to really perk the conversation up, shall we go to the courtroom, Dave? Yes. Where where else yeah. would we? Well, where else would we start? It wouldn't be Swindon Town if there wasn't a little bit of legal mumbo jumbo that we we need to discuss. Um, not too perilous, I would say. Dave, um, the club was in court this week, defending itself from a winding up petition brought by AC Sports Wiltshire, more commonly known to you and me and everyone else as Able. Uh, Able believe that. They are due money, as agreed by former chairman, some chap named Lee Power, in late 2019. Swindon's legal team have labelled this a sham and a non-refundable deposit to place a bid to buy the club. So, Dave, this was, you know, a year ago, I would have been trying to find the link to these courtroom dramas and proceedings. I didn't even try this time because, you know, last time I spent eight hours trying to understand what the hell was going on and this time I decided just to wait for the advertiser we we knew all about this didn't we this this court case is not something this court hearing is not something that is a shock we're just now waiting for the decision and I'm pretty sure Rob Angus has said historically if they lose the money's available or ready to pay but they hope to win yeah I think the club are fighting it because it's they think they're right and it's the right thing to do to fight it, but it doesn't, it, it, there's not the same sense of peril, I think, um, as as there was with the, with the court cases last year and with when we've had the big scary winding up headlines in, in recent history. Um, it all sounds a bit he said, she said, and I mean, I'm far from a legal expert and like, like you, I didn't, I didn't listen to or watch or listen to any of the court case so I'm all, I'm picking up all this information third hand but it it sounds like um it, it's able chance in their arm a little bit so um their their side of the story is they lent they lent Swindon Town football club uh, 100,000 pounds in 2019 to cover a shortfall in wages and overhead costs and when it came time to repay that Lee Power said they couldn't repay that cuz the the club's finances have got worse. And so Abel said, um, that's fine. Um, treat this money as a deposit to buy the football club. Um, and if we, as in Abel, do not um, proceed with buy, wanting to buy this football club, then the money won't, we won't claw back the money. But if you sell the football club to someone else or you choose not to sell the football club, then we, well, I assume they, um, they said that we'd want the money back, but the the way the report was written said that that, that was a bit up in the air. Um, and I guess you can kind of make of that whatever you want. Um, from the club's perspective, they're arguing that um, Lee Power himself broke the terms of the loan. And I mean, this is, like I say, reading through the lines of some third third hand um, reporting, but they make it. They make out to be that um, there's there's little evidence of where that hundred thousand <laughs> went. Although there is a 
coincidental 100,000 payment to ABLE to allow them to proceed some due diligence, which I'm not quite sure how that works in practice. I'm not sure why the club are paying a prospective buyer to carry out due diligence, but um, I'd imagine if if you dug into the weeds of all the transactions that were going on at that time, there's a lot of things that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I um, choose not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I think we'd be here a very long time. Um, and so that's that's essentially it. The club are basically saying, uh, we think you've paid this back already and we think that Lee Power used the funds to do X, Y, Z, whatever. Um, Able are saying, no, don't be silly. It's all above board. We had an agreement with the club, with the organisation. And I guess from their perspective, if Clem Orfuni buys the club, he buys all the debts and all the legal issues that go with it. So if you took it in good faith, then there's that that view. But I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not sure I am taking the argument quite in good faith. And I hope that when the judge responds in his 10 to 14 days, that um, this will be this will be thrown out um, and, and land on our side. Um, but like you say, if it, if it doesn't, it sounds like it's something the club are prepared to absorb and shouldn't massively derail our um, our ongoing efforts. And am I right in saying like the winding up order that this ultimately sorts that out as well, because that will be causing Swindon no end of issues behind the scenes, having that over their heads. This, this will potentially end that too, right? Yes, I think so. Um, so it seems like Abel have raised it as a, raised the winding up order as the only way that they see that they can get their money back. Um, but hopefully if that is, I mean, even, even if, even if I guess if it, if the judge, um, if if it doesn't, if it's not quite so black and white, and the club want to move on, they can pay Abel the the money that they feel that they're owed, and then the winding up case can be dropped. I I assume that's the case. Um, and then hopefully, once the winding up orders drop, then the club's credit lines can improve, and they can start to offer things like offer like the season tickets too late for this year, but offer them next year with the with the um, the credit option and a bit easier so you don't have to do like a bank transfer and remember reference numbers and stuff which I get why it has to happen but it's just a bit awkward and hopefully they can start to um, fund things in a more uh, I guess debt slash progressive way because businesses build and grow on on debt to an extent and if the club can are able to build up a credit line which it doesn't sound like they they are particularly at the minute then hopefully they can start to uh, grow and develop a bit more in the future once this once this is in the rear view mirror you summarize that very well because i don't understand how this stuff works and if there are any errors in there we do apologize we're, we're sort of wading through it without uh, any form of expertise so david did a great job i'm just waiting for lynn manuel miranda just to do lee power the musical so i can really understand it in modern terms frankly i'd watch that <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, a a little song, a little musical song rap about um, a BBC Wiltshire phone-in. I'm not sure how that'd go. I'm not going to try and freestyle it now. But would you watch it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yes, exactly. Absolutely <laughs> would. Um, get on it, Miranda, um, if you are as good as they say you are. Uh, <laughs> let's move on from core and move to the transfer market, because that's what most people are talking about at the moment. Um and we'll talk about generally how the summer's going. 
But there was a signing this week, uh, Jacob Wakeling, a former West Brom youth player who dropped down to the Southern League Premier Division Central to play for Old Church in 2020. And then he did very well there in a short space of time, scoring seven goals in 11 appearances in all comps for them, including a hat-trick at Barwell. That was enough to get him a move back up the leagues with Leicester City. Opportunities were limited with Leicester playing in the under-23s and a few games in the Papa John's Trophy, scoring a couple of times too. He spent a little bit of time out on loan last season with Barrow. Four games, no goals, uh, didn't quite go to plan for him there. He was actually he was actually the trialist that came off the bench against Melksham last week. I remember saying in the pod that I didn't really notice him, but then when he did the... Uh, scarf over the head and a few pictures from training he was he I do remember him and I got my trialists mixed up and yeah he was all right he was fine but it's Malksham hard to gauge but a great a great move for him to be fair I mean the fact that Barrow didn't work out for him for whatever reason I don't know I don't care that's in the past but to get a lead two gig after that will be very reassuring to him and we welcome Wakeling to the squad. We have a centre forward now, so <laughs> whatever happens, we we have somebody up top uh, for the start of the season. What do you think about this one, Dave? So I've not seen him play. Um, I, I was supposed to go to Melksham, but I uh, decided against it at the last minute because I, <laughs> I didn't want to see it. <laughs> Couldn't be asked to go and stand in the rain and watch a bunch of trialists. And then it sounds like we've we've signed one and we're going to sign a bunch of others. So missed out a bit there, but. Um, yeah, not seen him play. I guess, I mean, he's clearly got, must have some some kind of potential about him to um, be be at West Brom to start with and then be picked up again by uh, by Leicester City uh, at a later date. You just, like, you got to be honest, it's not one that sets the heart rate racing. Um, but if it he's, if he's a, a signing for the future or if he's a signing for that, Hashtag squad depth. Then can't see much wrong with it. I mean, he's, I'm I'm sure his his wages aren't going to be breaking the bank. Um, young and potential, and I mean, it's what it's what um, it's the kind of move Sandra De Michele pointed towards. They, they want to start to make. They want to start getting young, rough diamonds in, polish them up, and and sell them for a higher fee. And that that's going to be success for the club in the future. So I assume this is a sign-in with that kind of aim and um, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't judge or say whether um, it'll be what, what, what it'll be like if he's starting because I've not seen him and yeah, we just don't know, do we? We we just don't know. There's not, not one player. I mean, it's, it's all about optics, isn't it? And we react to what we read when those unveils sort of, uh, when those big reveals happen and you're like, oh, who could it be? Who could it be? I mean, Wakeling didn't even have the protect, you know, they didn't even hide his face. They had just a picture of him yeah. in the middle distance. So, <laughs> which probably tells you everything that they, they thought, I don't know, I was going to get him. Um, no, I mean, we'll, let's talk about the squad build in just a moment. There are a couple of other bits and pieces that, I want to cover just before that, but, you know, all the best to Jacob Wakeling at Swindon Town. We all want him, uh, like any town signing, to do splendidly. So let's hope that's the case. Um, 
what we have learned this week is a couple, well, one negative and one still with question marks surrounding it. So the the bad news, if if you know you consider it bad news, some will, some won't, is that Sol Bamba is not joining Swindon Town. Uh, Ryan Walker, formerly of this lovely parish, has reported that the club's quest in bringing the experienced defender Sol Bamba to Swindon Town as player coach has failed. Ryan reported that Bamba will instead take some time out of football, which probably would mean his retirement, unless he has a nice little last hurrah in, in, in at some point in the season somewhere. Um, coaching, I think, is his big goal. Bit of a shame, considering that the report seemed like that this was locked in. I do wonder why that is, and a little bit me thinks that somebody jumped the gun somewhere. But what what were your feelings on this? Were you like, um, I mean, I was ultimately happy with the notion of an experienced defender coming in and coaching the squad. I thought that made perfect sense. And if they do that again with somebody else, it still makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was full on board the the Bamba train. Um, I, I, we, there is a lack of experience in the defensive side of the squad. I mean, you take Bowdry out of the equation, and being, being blunt, you, you will have to take Bowdry out of the equation for more games than not next season because the the evidence shows that um, his his injury record won't allow him to be too. Um, too frequent a player and there's take that out and there's not much experience left in that in that back line even even Lewis Ward who I always I feel like Lewis Ward is must be like a 30 year old journeyman but I don't think he's made 100 league starts yet um Iandolo would be the only one in a potential back line with over 100 league starts and um he shouldn't even be playing left back anyway so getting if we were able to get someone in of Bamba's a experience and B is quality. He's still a regular, well, he's still regular, semi regular championship player last year. Um, it'd be, it'd have, it'd have done a lot to, to build the squad. It'd done a lot to add that experience and the knowledge and the know how at the coaching staff level. And I think, I mean, kind of touched on it a little bit with, we talked about the Wakeling signing, but it'd go so, it'd be somewhat of a marquee name. Um, and that's what. That's what we've been missing so far, and it'd help a bit, I think, um, galvanise almost because there, there seems to be a bit of lethargy among the fan base right now. And getting a marquee name, which I know isn't the be all and end all, and you can sign a name and they can turn out to be absolute pap when the the going gets tough. We we all remember David Prutton, don't we? Um, so it's but it, in July, those things those things help. Um, get the blood going and getting you excited for the rest of the season. Um, so we missed out on that for now. Um, it feels like there probably was something to it because um, it was being reported by even even journalists who didn't have any um, anything to do with Swindon were reporting it as a close to happening on Twitter. Um, it just seems like he's had a change of heart, which you can't blame him. He's old and he's he's been through a lot. Oh, man, I'm um, older than Sol Bamba, you cheeky git. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, there, there are still a lot of football players older than me, but I know that that's, that gets that list gets smaller and smaller every oh, year. And it does, and it does. Um, I'm just really sad, unless they rectify this um, by bringing in a different Bamba. 
Uh, I just really wanted to hear some Los Lobos, not the Richie Valens version. I wanted some La Bamba in the town end next season. So I'm super sad that I won't hear that. And that's that's you know that's my only real analysis of this. What you need to do is you need to go down to Seven Oaks Town, mm. the other STS who have signed Yaya Bamba. Oh yes, um, you cheeky, you cheeky devil! I heard about this. Um, <laughs> Winding up the uh, the fan base uh, with the news that STFC had signed a Bamba, but it wasn't this STFC and it wasn't that Bamba. It was another Bamba and another STFC. What are you like? It's a, a simple lampoon. <laughs> a simple lampoon indeed. The, oh, well, never mind. We, we look again and again. We'll talk about squad depth just after this next bit of news. It's not even... A bit of news, really. It's We're still not 100% sure where Jack Payne will be next year. All of those lovely ITKers were suggesting that Friday the 8th was D-Day or P-Day. Am I right? <laughs> uh, was, the, was the day that Jack Payne was scheduled to make a decision on whether he was going to join a league club, a League One club, um, elsewhere, or maybe that that League Two club that's you know taken Dion Conroy. You know that's the big rumor. The, I just like to think the lure, the pull of Swindon Town is just keeping him um, in Swindon. He's been training at Foundation Park by the sounds of it on his own. That'll be for insurance reasons, no doubt, because his contract has expired and he won't be able to train with the with the squad and SE signs trialist forms. It sounds like a real, well, it's an interesting part of the game really, because Jack Payne will be governed by his agent and his agent will be trying to get the best deal for him. And I imagine his agent will have gone across league one saying, look at this guy, isn't he great? And then league one is making a decision on him. And then it's trying to get more money from Swindon or, or the right, deal from Swindon and all the while I imagine Jack Payne's just sat there going just get on with it where am I going to be um, and hopefully it'll be Swindon and there's been a little bit more hope this week about Jack Payne's future with Swindon but we just don't know do we? No I think I think we we're kind of all expecting him to have gone by now and be signed by one of the bigger names in League One and the longer that that, that doesn't happen the more the more hope that <laughs> exists that um, he ends up, whether it's just by default last resort, he ends up siding um, with Swindon Town again next season, um, which I think obviously we all want because he showed last year that he is a very, 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 very good player and he could be a real key player for us if we wanted to go even further next year um, and, and go ahead and actually get promoted. But I just want it to end, I think. I just want one way or another. I just need the closure now. Um, I I would like to think that the fact that the ongoing saga in inverted commas isn't impacting our thinking or who we're chasing elsewhere who'd play in a similar position. I'd like to think that that's not the case um, and that we're not missing out on targets because we're holding out hope for pain because that leaves us in a bit of a hole if, if pain doesn't sign. Um, and I just, yeah, I just just want it to end one way or another. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully with us. But 
if he if he doesn't, we'll we'll move on. Yeah, if we always see, do. Yeah, we always do, and it does feel drawn out. And I'm sympathetic to most parties in this, um, and I think the club are perfectly within their right now to say, "What do you want to do then?" You know, <laughs> let's let's get this let's get this done. And the club were quite bold in declaring that they'd offered him a really really strong offer. Um, which you know can work either way, couldn't it? I mean, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it really you know for Payne's decision, but we'll we'll see what goes on there. I really hope he stays. If he if he goes elsewhere, I just hope it's not to a League Two club. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. So we are in this situation now where I think a lot of the noise is it's it's about who we've brought in what we have already and what we're getting in the future. And I think a lot of people, myself included, have been hiding behind the, well, it's still early days sort of mantra. Dave, when does early days become, or when does it move on to the next level, whatever level that is? Mm, Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Because it it still feels early because we've only played one preseason game, but our first, the, the season starts three weeks tomorrow. Um, so we are getting closer and closer and points in July and August are worth just as much as points in April and May. So you hope we've got this, we've got to start putting the squad together at some point. I know that there's a lot longer time before the window shuts and you get better value later on in the window when we don't have to realize do disclaimer every time, do we? I think it's just knows, it's just fun. It? Like, I, I just want I just, it'd just be a lot more fun and a lot less stressful if we had a squad of big names. <laughs> big squad of big thing. names. Um, are we talking like Elijah Adebayo long name? Is that is that a big enough name for you? Yeah, yeah just yeah, shoulder <laughs> to shoulder. Anderson's, yeah, just big long name as shown to us by Wikipedia. Or, um, and names. I, I think in terms, I mean, goalkeepers, they're sorted out, right? You know, Ward and Bryn. Goalkeepers, yeah. Defensively, we need we need a, a centre back, right? I think, yeah, I think we need a we need an experienced centre back. We've got um, we've got enough numbers there, but like I say, just a bit of experience. Right back seems to be a gaping hole, and I know we've got. Maybe maybe just another general fullback cover so we don't have to rely on Iandolo as a fullback throughout mm-hmm. next season. Um central midfield seems like it might be okay. Um and the other obvious hole is up front where we've I mean got we've young got players, Massey and, and yeah, a yeah, couple and, of kids. Wakeling. Yeah. So so I mean all it takes and as everyone knows, all it takes is one productive day in the market, and then suddenly yeah. our spine looks quite good to a degree. Yeah. If if uh, if we have a, that productive day, and I think people are just now probably getting a little bit impatient, waiting for that good day to come. And you know, I've not helped that matter because I've you know every Sunday night I go well, surely next week is the busy week and the week comes it goes and it's it's quiet and i'm quite relaxed if i'm honest i'm not flapping i'm i'm i think the, the biggest issue for me and this might be a bit over the top is i'm nor downbeat or upbeat at the moment 
I'm just like this sort of neutral ground where I should be really excited for for the first day of the season. And at the moment, I'm neither really excited or really panicking. I'm just kind of like just waiting for that busy week to arrive where where the squad is built and all not squad is built because it's not going to be built until the very end probably. But until we see those options, those those inspiring transfers that make fans believe that we are really going to push because we've heard a lot of like great quotes in the last week or so with with Scott Lindsay and Sandro Di Michele want to believe it want to see it happen but at the moment simply our squad isn't as good as it was last season on paper um, and I hope it, it, it does move on that but there's no there's no there's no sort of a knee jerking from me on this I'm just happy to see what what the days and weeks bring um, until glorious football arrives and we can we can just talk about their performances and not their arrivals, which is probably the most important thing. Yeah, no, I agree with all of that. I'd, I'd agree with your sentiment. It feels just a bit meh at the minute, <laughs> isn't which is weird, a shame in a way. Isn't it, isn't it weird? Because the, yeah. the club have come out of the of the shadows a little bit in terms of they're giving us more as fans in terms of contents. You know, whatever the Ghana era gave us, we have returned to a a more common ground where they're providing us what I would deem the basics. Um, The managers already said more than Ghana ever did outside of presses and post-match presses. Uh, You know, they're, they're doing a lot of the right things and I am grateful for that and I'm not wanting more. But still, I've just got this feeling of, feeling lethargic over you know the next few weeks and you know one inspiring moment for Swindon whatever that is will we'll change all that I know that everybody knows that everybody who from the most negative fan to the most positive everyone knows that we'll all find that that common ground with a with a signing I don't think Sol Bamba was that signing if I'm honest and you know what we tend to be like it tends to be center forwards doesn't it that really captures the imagination more than anything even though we've been burnt there too in the past but I just think that's it you know I just think we we just we're just looking for that moment of inspiration and for whatever reason this summer has sort of plodded and I don't know why that is I think I think it's um I think you look back to and you look back to 12 months ago and last July to end of May was upwards positive news all the time. It was great. Now we've got a new ownership. Great. Now we've got a new squad. Great. We've started the season. Well, great. We've got a massive cut run. Great. We've got a playoff push, blah, blah, blah. And everything was positive. It was all building up, building up, building up, building up. And it's just been a bit of a pause. It's just that, that, upward trajectory so like in the last like ever since that that Port Vale defeat to now it, it's it's kind of hit a bit of a stumbling block not a, well not a stumbling block that, that implies it's um, permanent it's not permanent it's just we've not had that news and it is a, it is a shame in one sense because it would have been good to keep that momentum going um within just the, what feels like fan atmosphere for want of a better term um, because obviously there's nothing happening on the pitch, but I guess in the other sense, maybe in the in the colder, sober way that the club would look at it, it doesn't make a difference. Like if if you go for 
big targets in the transfer window, at the end of the transfer window, at the start of the transfer window, you still end up with those targets. It, like the, the timing's less crucial to some extent in the in the sober judgment of the of the way that you'd expect a club might look at it. Um, it's the Bolognese theory, um, the the patented Bolognese theory. Go on. That the tra- well, the transfer the transfer window is like cooking a spaghetti bolognese, and you think of a spaghetti bolognese, and what do you think? You think of some nice tender meat. You think of some perfectly cooked spaghetti and a, a bit of um, parmesan on the top. But what you don't think of, what you don't think of, is the celery, the carrots, the onions, the the beef stock. If that's your tipple of choice, all those, all those, they're not glamorous, they're not flashy, but you need them to be able to build up something that's bigger than the whole. And that's what, like, Oliver, Oscar Massey, Oscar Massey is a piece of celery. Um, Reese Devine is a, is a, is a beef stock cube. This is, these, this is where we're at so far. What we need is some prime beef mints oh, yes. to, yeah, the juice is really flowing, and I hope that that's what we get in the next few days, and then we can have a, a really fill-in bolognese of a season. I loved every minute of that. Thank you very much <laughs> for providing it. Um, and I'm now energised and hungry just before I press stop. So, <laughs> oh, very well put. Yeah, there's, 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 where's the bolognese? Pass me no, the bolognese. Pass me the meat. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking about it. It's like, I don't necessarily think I processed Port Vale yet. Um, maybe that's it. That the Port Vale game happened. But we didn't really talk about it as a, as a collective. The club certainly didn't. You know, there was all the, the bother with the fans. And and maybe mm. I just, I've had that linger over me. And that was such a, like a not traumatic way to end the season, but it was such a sad way to end. And I don't know if I fully put that to bed. I thought I had, but... Maybe that's the lingering issue. Maybe I just need football to come back yeah, and all will yeah. be well. Yeah, that's that's what we need. We just need three o'clock um, up in Harrogate or listening to the dulcet tones of Andrew Hawes and then Ooh, yes. all will be right. Now that's what I want. And my season ticket has now arrived and it's lovely and I can't wait to scan the bad boy for the first time. But until then... Uh, Supermarine this weekend. It sounds like most of the first teamers are going to be involved. Um, if reading um, some of the quotes by Scott Lindsay is anything to go by. So I hope people enjoy that game and hopefully we'll talk about it over the weekend. But until then, Dave, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. The Low Strangers is an independent supporters podcast. Views given do not reflect those of Swindon Town Football Club or their official partners. The music is provided by the great Matthew Kilford and the podcast artwork was designed by Matt in Singapore. What a guy. Thanks for listening. Come on, Swindon. Has a bubble. <laughs> Hi, Ellis Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs, like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant, like Darren Ward. Or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 